Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio. Brought to you by OnPay. Built in Atlanta, OnPay is the top-rated payroll and HR software anywhere. Get one month free at OnPay.com. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Atlanta Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. But before we get started, it's important to recognize our sponsor at OnPay. Please support them so we can continue to share these stories. Today on Atlanta Business Radio, we have with us um, Matthew Stevens, and he is with Centegix. Welcome, Matthew. Thank you, Lee. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, before we get too far into things, tell us about Centegix. How are you serving folks? Yeah, we innovate technology to save and enrich lives. And we're a software and Internet of Things company that deploys uh, an Internet of Things and wearable panic devices to allow anybody to be able to call for help during an emergency. So uh, one of our most common use cases is actually in education. And we were built uh, specifically to combat the active shooter situation. So we, we actually protect about one in five kids in the state of Georgia in public education. So now, um, how did this idea come about? You know, it really was born out of the tragedy in Parkland. And I know that we're celebrating, uh, memorializing the third anniversary of that here recently. Um, but, you know, following Parkland, uh, superintendents and those responsible to protect school children really were out looking for solutions and there wasn't really anything in the market that um, you know, that, that really helped to solve that problem. So, you know, we had the audacious idea that if it didn't exist, we could build it. So we've been in business for a little over four years and we were doing predominantly um, recording uh, video cameras and, and classroom recording um, resale before that, and then really pivoted to a product company um, following Parkland. So what was kind of the, how'd you connect the dots where you were like, you know what, we're doing something that might be able to help in this situation? Yeah, well, we knew that we had a good product market fit when when uh, it became obvious to us that, you know, even sizable districts were willing to take a shot on an early stage company um, simply because there was no, you know, no reasonable peer out there in the market. So then when that happened, how did you go about um, kind of delivering a prototype that would work? Or was it just enhancing what you were already doing and just making some tweaks? Yeah, no, it was a, a, a long period of prototyping and, you know, early, early product development. So, you know, th- this all comes down to the team. We've got one of the most uh, capable and, and skilled engineering teams that I've ever worked with, had the good pleasure to work with here at Syntegix. And, you know, it was, um, at, you know, it was a, a, like all discovery is, it's a, you know, it's a process of getting smarter every day and um, just worked hard through engineering to start developing, you know, using commercially available technologies that exist like Zigbee and, and Bluetooth technologies, along with, you know, a rapid scalable cloud infrastructure in order to deliver our services. And, you know, well, we certainly had an effective you know, the version one of our product, we're, we're on to version, you know, 3.5 now, 
And, um, you know, we continue to get, uh, continue to evolve the platform and, and, and make it better. Um, and that includes, you know, really moving into additional industry verticals now as well. And then what industries are you going after now? Yeah, so unfortunately, the problem with violence in the workspace uh, really is just about a universal problem. You know, so we're uh, we're pursuing actively the healthcare space. You know, it it, it was surprising to me when I learned that um, clinical staff are five times more likely to be assaulted than teachers. And you know, I just never imagined that that would be a problem in hospitals or in emergency rooms, but it happens routinely. So from our perspective, you know, whether we're protecting the classroom or the ER room or, you know, a boardroom, um, it really doesn't matter. You know, what's unique is, uh, is, is the protocols that are run within those industries. So we're moving um, into education. We've got a, about a half a dozen customers using our solution there. And as well, we're beginning to move into uh, government buildings. So we've got several government facilities. If you've watched the news lately, you know that government facilities are not immune from um, a spillover of, of dysfunction and violence. And what's happened is, you know, a lot of folks in that industry are looking for different ways to protect um, employees at both a you know local, state, and federal level within government facilities. Now, did the pandemic kind of put a pause on the education because so many kids aren't in school right now and they've kind of backburnered this? Or is this a time where they're like, well, now's a good time to implement this when no one's here? Yeah, both and, you know, customers who had made a decision to purchase accelerated their deployment plans. So that was good kind of what I'd call early pandemic for us. But we did notice some slowdown in the pipeline and education. Um, we had had plans to diversify into other industry verticals, and we took the you know we took the slowdown kind of mid to late 2020 as an opportunity to diversify. So that really accelerated our move into healthcare and other verticals. So yeah, the other thing that we did is we actually innovated a new product. You know, once we've got this emergency communication network and this location data. Uh, we we realized that we could actually be relevant in the fight against COVID-19. So we innovated a new product. Our, our core product is called Crisis Alert. And we innovated a new product called Contact Alert. And Contact Alert, as you'd imagine, is, is used for uh, contact tracing. So it's a way for us to, you know, help, um, for us to help ensure that when two people, uh, somebody's later diagnosed with COVID-19, that, uh, that we can find out who they've come into contact with while they were at work. And then, um, so that's very relevant today's world. Yeah, absolutely. We found, you know, a tremendous uptick in interest uh, as a result of that product. So now walk me through what, um, say a school is interested or a school system is interested in deploying this. What does that look like for them? How is this kind of fit into what they're doing now? Or is this kind of intrusive? You got to work with their IT department. Like it sounds like, you know, in any bureaucracy, there's a lot of moving parts and a lot of people that can, that want to get involved. Yeah. Yeah. Well, certainly a lot of people want to be associated with um, protecting kids. You know, there's, there's no wrong, you don't want to be on the wrong side of that one. So um, Lee, you know, what happens most often, we, we actually deploy, we're a, a discrete network. So um, we deploy without a tremendous footprint on the IT infrastructure. 
And we did that simply because, you know, there are other products out there that use the schools existing or the government buildings existing Wi-Fi solution or that rely on a carrier network. But you've been inside buildings where you couldn't get a cell phone signal. And I'm sure that you've been in places where the Wi-Fi was unreliable. So we actually deploy our own infrastructure uh, because it, 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 it enables our brand promise of 100% campus coverage. So we make sure that our signal can propagate, uh, you know, whether indoors or outdoors uh, and provide really location precision, even in multi-floor facilities, which those other, um, which those other products that rely on you know, GPS signals and carrier signals can't do. So the deployment is actually pretty easy for us. We can deploy, you know, an experienced team of installers can deploy on average two schools in a single install shift. And so we, we usually start our day after the school um, lets out for the day, you know, four o'clock or so, and, uh, and, can, and, and can deploy a district in, in, you know, pretty rapid fashion that way. And then every teacher gets a badge. Is that how? Um... Yeah, another brand promise for us is empower everybody. And this was a key finding out of the Parkland Commission. You know, the uh, the shooter there was actually noticed uh, before he made entrance into the building by a grounds crew member. And one of the things the commission uh, or the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas Commission came out with was that um, everybody needed the ability to lock a school down in an instant. So seconds save lives during an event like this. There's a casualty every eight seconds during a mass shooting. And what you want to do is you want to notify everybody immediately that this problem is unfolding and get them to begin to run their protocols. And contemporaneous with that, you want people to um, be notified, the first responders to be notified so that they can come and, and put an end to the situation. So we do those two things synchronously and immediately. And the way that we do that is by empowering everybody. And while that's built for the active shooter situation, you know, a severe weather event, here in the southeast, we're no we're no stranger to those. So you know the danger that comes with that. We can um, lock down whether a single a school in a district, or if you were responsible for safety within a you know multi school district, you'd have the ability to to shelter in place uh, multiple facilities all with just the push of a button. And like you said, there could be um, a shooter. Could be a tornado. It doesn't matter, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Environmental conditions. You know, there are times uh, customers of ours have experienced things like a bank robber uh, on foot that the sheriff's department was chasing. And, you know, when that person's loose near a school, they have to go into a modified lockdown and effectively, you know, get the kids off of the playground. So there's not a hostage situation, move them into the secure classrooms and, 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 really set a secure perimeter by locking all the outside of the doors. And it's important, again, that everybody understands what to do in an instant when that happens. So a lot of different scenarios, you know, it could be a child uh, choking on a grape in the cafeteria and a teacher having to make the decision whether they're going to render first aid or go and get help. And with our solution, because we empower everybody, they don't have to make that either or decision. They can do both and in an instant. So now how have you kind of personally changed uh, now that your company is focused in on crisis and incident uh, management? Uh, has that changed you as a, a human? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I hope not. Uh, you know, I'm, a, I'm also a father of three. 
And like about 35% of folks who put their kids on a school bus in the morning, um, I'm worried about my kids' safety when they go to school. And unfortunately, you know, we live in an increasingly um, divisive and polarized society. And, and, and these, you know, people who are willing to commit these kind of tragic acts, and again, this could be medical emergencies and, you know, the, the other types of things, just knowing that somebody is out there trying to solve this problem is, is heartening to me. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's also the thing that, uh, gets the team up every morning and gets us working on, you know, our core mission, which is innovating technology. So, you know, we look at this, this, the, the team that I'm working, working with here in Centegix is the best team that I've ever had a, a, an opportunity to work with in my career. And if we weren't solving this problem, I'd love to solve a different problem with them. But, you know, it, it really is the thing that drives us is creating, new technologies that ultimately mitigate the the amount of time that it takes to respond to an emergency, whether, you know, again, environmental, like severe weather or medical, like a compound fracture out on the sports field, or God forbid, acts of violence. We want to respond in an instant and empower everybody to do that. So what's next for you? Is it just uh, continue diversifying and um, kind of working with the school systems and healthcare and hospitality industries? That's the, the future for Centegix? Yeah, we've got a, a fairly robust roadmap, um, both, both moving into, you know, accretive and additional technologies to support what we're doing with crisis and incident management right now. And as well, you know, the education market, we really estimate is only about 5% penetrated by this type of solution. You know, shockingly, um, you know, the, the events in Columbine, which I think were the first ones to build national conscious about this, were over 20 years ago. And there's not a tremendous number of technologies that we see that, that are solving problems like this. And you know, our, our goal really is not only to focus on education and, and make sure that every child's protected in school, but create additional technologies that make us more relevant, not only in education, but in other industry verticals. So we would anticipate continued traction in healthcare, um, hospitality, which we hadn't mentioned yet, um, but we're, we protect, a, a, you know, around about 100,000 hotel rooms across their geographic footprint, which extends from uh, coast to coast. And you will continue to press into uh, to government facilities as well. Now, is this kind of an American issue, or is are these are you know countries around the world having similar type problems? Yeah, well, right now we're solving the problem here in the U.S., but there's certainly medical emergencies, you know, everywhere across the the globe, and then there's you know there's severe weather events everywhere across the globe. Um, we've certainly seen some acts of you know, whether, whether you call them acts of, um, you know, terrorism or, or just, uh, you know, the rogue, uh, the rogue individual who wants to make a headline for themselves. We've seen that in other countries as well. So unfortunately, I don't think that this is an American only problem. I think that this is a, you know, this is a, a condition of the heart problem. So uh, what can we be doing to help you? What do you need more of right now? Do you need more investors? Do you need more kind of, um, the education systems to be aware of this and to, you know, kind of educate themselves about uh, this solution? What, how can we help you? Yeah, well, we, you know, we exist to innovate technology to save and enrich lives. So uh, what we need more of is people to protect. So we right now protect uh, about 1.1 million people across 13 different states. 
And, you know, to the extent that um, somebody would like better protection for whether they're kids in the classroom or workers in an office or folks in a government facility, we'd love to talk to them. It's what we exist to do. Now, is it mainly through municipalities or do private firms are also calling you specifically just to solve the problem of their own campus? Yeah, there there are uh, there are some private individuals and private companies who have made contact with us. Uh, not a, a area of focus just yet for us, but certainly, if you think about the more high risk facilities that um, that are more subject to you know an attack from the outside, I think that those are a perfect use case for us. So you know, I think about that like um, folks involved in law enforcement or in um, in the legal system. Where they may be, uh, they they may be creating folks who are not necessarily friends of the firm, or you know those who have a particular security need uh, because of the business that they're involved in. You know, unfortunately, again, I think that we've the events of the last uh, year year and a half here in the United States have shown us that you know whether a retail facility, a commercial building, or a government center, uh, the the ability for uh, a broader, um, you know, a, a, for a broader issue to spill over into the workplace is certainly there for everybody. Well, if somebody wanted to learn more, have a more substantive conversation with you or somebody on your team, what's the website? Centegix.com, C-E-N-T-E-G-I-X.com. And there's a contact us form there. We'd love to have you fill it out. and We'll get back to you within 24 hours. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing such important work and we appreciate you. Lee, thanks for your time. I appreciate it. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Atlanta Business Radio. And remember, this work could not be done without the support of our sponsor, OnPay. Please support them so we can continue to share these important stories. Today's episode of Atlanta Business Radio is brought to you by OnPay. Built in Atlanta, OnPay is the top-rated payroll and HR software anywhere. Get one month free at OnPay.com. Oh, 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 oh,